Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Comic Book Legion podcast where we are here to talk future state. It is here. Clay, what's good, dude? It's good. You know, I I enjoyed some of these books. You know, I shared a hot take with you earlier this morning about how I feel about one of the books. Yeah. But it, it wasn't something out of like hate. It was just something that I, I genuinely I mean it, it was hum- it was a humorous. I I I don't yeah. find it I don't find it very hot takey. Mm-hmm. Um I, I found it more of like just a, a humorous antidote. Um yeah, man, but future state, uh I, I, I gotta tell you, I was really looking forward to reading these stories. For the most part, I think that they're they're you know th- I don't know how it's going to last because these books are some are only two issues. Some of the bigger ones, I think, are like four parters. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how some are going to end, but some have potential to be like, okay, you know what? I kind of, I wouldn't mind seeing you more than just this. But then others, I'll be more along the lines of, you know, I'm I'm okay going back to the status quo. <laughs> but 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 it's not again. I. Okay, like I'll, I'll be honest, I'm still sour on Flash because of the way. Yes, Williamson's thing that this has nothing to do with it. This is a new thing. Um, I, I I haven't gotten a chance yet uh, to read it, but it's more people are DMing me and they're like, "Wally's evil again. Why does DC hate?" I'm like, "Okay, I'm not okay if this is what." And then I'm hearing others like, "Oh, the more Max Mercury I get, the better." And it's a multiverse. It doesn't count. So who cares? This is a potential future. Just embrace it. And I'm like, all right. So Wally's bad. Flashes are dead. Multiverse. Okay, I got it. Well, I mean, it seems like in every single freaking multiverse, Wally is bad. So I guess Wally is just bad. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, he's going to be retired come March. So might as well just get him one more time as a bad guy. A retired villain. He's a retired hero, so he can become a villain. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I would say not bad for a first start, but I wish we had a bang. And I, I, yes. did, I, did, I, I didn't get, totally I didn't get a bang. That. I didn't yeah. get a bang. I it's wanted nothing like uh, what was I gonna give? Uh, what was I gonna say? It's not like groundbreaking. You know, it's not yeah. something that was just like. Oh my god, I need this for the rest of my life type of thing. It's, you know, and I ca- I had to remind myself every single time and DC reminded me every single time I opened one of these books that it is a possible unwritten future. So yeah. I mean, there's some that I can be like, okay, I could probably read like a 12 issue story of this, you know, a graphic novel worth of story with this. I'm okay with that, but I wouldn't be okay with this being the status quo, quote unquote, going forward. Yeah. Which is always weird to me. I'm like, we're reading you're we're actually reading a story and they're saying this is potentially going to happen or not. No, it did happen because I'm reading it. It just depends on if well, you're told, if I you're going to make it if you're going to want to make it count. Yeah, I told just the same thing on Batman News Weekly uh, just last night. Um, we were talking about how the um, that same thing, but 
it is a the future state is a MacGuffin within itself because yeah. if the audience loves it, then DC will be like, boom, you want more future state? You got future state. This is what was always planned. This is what we were always planning on doing. And then if the general audience really, really hates it, they'll be like, oh, it never existed. You're OK. This is a this is a multiple possibilities. You never have to think about it again. So I, I, I wanted to run this by you uh, because a, one of my uh, friends wrote me and asked me, hey, so what did you think of Death Metal 7? And I told him, didn't read it. Um, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I know nothing in regards to me reading it, but I got the gist just because of, you know, kind of like insider knowledge and just from us knowing people that read it and just having conversations. I'm like, dude, just tell me what happened. Yeah. Like it's not, but this is like a, like just a casual, you know, the books that come out Wednesday kind of guy. Um, so then I told him like, yeah, you know, I, I get the gist, but to me, I'm more curious on what this world's going to be and knowing, yeah, now with this whole omniverse and things are not really going to matter in continuity. It's just about, about stories. And he wrote me saying, but saying continuity won't matter when they just put out a book saying that all things matter is a slap in the face to the fans. So I mentioned to him, and I kind of wanted to know your thoughts. I'm like, well, because every book you read matters. I'm like, if it didn't, then why read it? The, the, the difference is, is how you interpret the phrase, all things mattering. Because, for example, myself, I'm like, hey, do you like Superman Earth 1? And he said, no, not really. And I'm like, well, some do because some people like to read Elseworld stories. It matters to them. Does it matter in the in the grand scheme of it being continuity? Not necessarily, no. yeah, but exactly. it matters to someone. Someone, Black Label matters to me because I like a darker, more mature writing style and like theme in my books in, instead of the more fantastical. I enjoyed Ooh. fantastical for a time, but I guess where I am the season that I am in my life right now, I just prefer more grounded, darker themes. So Black Label is very important to me because that's what's keeping me in DC right now. So that matters. So I'm like, I think it just depends. He's like, yeah, but so mattering doesn't necessarily mean continuity, but I guess it's a base on your perspective and how you want to interpret the fate, the phrase, all things matter. So in your eyes, now I don't know what book he read because, again, we're, you know, we got digital review copies and stuff. So I don't know if maybe the books that you're reading or there was a promo or something that says it all matters. I don't know what he's talking about. So but he's basing it in in reference to unless it was on. It was in death metal. It was in death metal. Um, The modern today Wonder Woman was talking to the old school World War II Wonder Woman, like first appearance Wonder Woman. And it was like a sincere moment. You know, uh, the entire background was white. They made them the focus of the conversation. And it was just a quiet moment between the two. And they the gist was, hey, everything in my past will be in your memory Everything in my future will be in my memory. Like it, it was just like, hey, we're gonna trade off memories. Everything's gonna be the way it should, but we won't remember each other. We will just remember 
the timeline, basically. Okay. And I understand how people can interpret in their own way what that means. And I think that's what DC wants it to be. So that way, oh, it's not that continuity doesn't matter. It's just the individual stories that you care about matter. Yeah, and I mean, that, so, I'm taking it as individual stories. It's whatever you want to read from DC, it matters. Yeah. But not necessarily because continuity, I I truly believe it's going to be, unless you are BFF uh, writers and you're just like, hey, let's do a story together. Yeah, you might get something that can kind of maybe intertwine, but if not, I think just every every writer is going to have their own continuity. It's going to be their own world, and you know they get to create in that sandbox. Yeah, starting in March, we literally have to act like Brian Michael Bendis is writing an Ultimate Comics of Justice League. We have to think that Tinian is or Tynan, sorry, is going to be writing an Ultimate Comics you know, freaking Batman that is outside the ultimate comics of Justice League. Like everything is literally separated from each other. So that way nothing can get too, you know, I guess convoluted. It all matters, but not really. Exactly. But my worry is somebody is going to accidentally reference another book and be like, Ah, see, this is what I was doing in this book here. And it's going to confuse the hell out of readers. And the the part that's tough is that it's going to be very difficult for them to do something that might not have been something that was referenced to in 2009. And it might feel like an homage, and it wasn't, but it feels very much connected to something Mm -hmm. that we have potentially read. And be like... Oh, that's just a coincidence because I didn't mean to do that at all. But I'm like, oh, no, you, but you did. And now I'm confused. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So I, I was just curious because uh, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't read Death Metal. So, <laughs> which is weird because uh, so so then the guys that because I'm still on the chat with, you know, the Nation of Nerd guys. Uh, not that I'm replacing you or anything, Clay. But uh, oh, Okay, I see how it is. So then they were saying like, "Hey, so Mark, uh, what did you think? Um, um, uh, what did you think of Death Metal? Uh, clearly, they don't listen to the show. Um, so then, so then I'm like, uh, well, I think Leo. I think I'm like, I think Leo rubbed off on me because I kind of gotten tired of Snyder. Um, and he's like, what? You you were like the ultimate Snyder fanboy, and I'm like, yeah, I didn't care for. Him. I'm like, to be fair, I believe." Um, I think after the second issue, I'm just like, I'm like, I just don't need someone to be Morrison. I just, I just want my, I mean, it's obviously it's selfish, but that, but that's what it is. I mean, I'm reading for me. I'm not reading for you to be happy. Yeah. If you're happy, that's a bonus. But if not, like, I don't care. I'm the one investing my time on reading. So I want to be happy and I'm just not digging it. That is but true. I, I mean, but I, I, I think that's tough, man. I wonder. Sometimes I, I, like, I hear like when I'm chatting with, let's say, like a Kevin, and and when I'll be like, "Dude, man, this book, you're gonna enjoy it." He's like, "Man, I would do anything to be in that inner circle." But sometimes I wonder, is being too in a good thing? 
You know, we've had this conversation several times on the podcast. If if being too into all of this, you know, getting the insider stuff, um, I think it sometimes is. Uh, because one of the, you know, big insiders, which actually turned out to just be a DC announcement later, actually ruined one of these books for me when we get to it. Um, I will say um, that... I wish there was still a little bit of that nuance, a little bit of that mystery. So that way I could get excited for some of these books. Like I could still get excited that like Bendis isn't on a bat on a Superman book. Yeah, that's, that's something. But knowing that this new person is going to be writing both books. Uh, what's his name? Uh, freaking Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, cause on the inside, um, Jim has uh, spoken about how he isn't so great on the Marvel books that he's been writing recently. That's and... because it's Marvel, Jim. Get off your freaking Marvel <laughs> high horse, man! Jeez. Oh man, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I just like no. For honestly, instance, I just. I instance, feel like. I feel like I don't know how to be a fan anymore. Exactly. You know, for for me. Because I'm always looking ahead, I have to look at, okay, what to expect in March rather than just be in the moment. Let's say, let's let's look at this, uh, this Wonder Woman book that we're going to be talking about right now. Wonder Woman is one of those titles that is only two issues. Mm-hmm. How can I get excited for the next issue when I know the next issue is the last? Now, granted, I do know that this is one of these very few selected characters that's going to get a series after future state, but something like a Harley Quinn that we're not going to talk about, but I did read isn't going to be getting a series afterward. That is a la the future state Harley, you know? Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. So these stories kind of get cut really short when there could be a lot of potential for what they're wanting to tell. And it just cuts it at the knees, hoping that fans will be like, Oh my God, I need more. I need more. I need more. And they'll be like, Oh, wish granted. Here's more, you know, rather than, Oh, we were going to already tell you that story. You know what I mean? No, no, I hear you. Um, I wonder if like, let's say how, how long have you been reading comics? Like, can I say 10 years and I'm, and you've been doing it? Yeah. Okay. So 10 years ago, reading comic books. Were comic book writers, just because I don't remember, were comic book writers writing for trades? Um, or do you think they were writing to write and then just trades happened later? Well, 10 years ago was the launch of New 52. So I would say, yes, they were writing for the trade. Okay. Yeah. Because... I think I think that writing for the trade didn't become a thing until I would say about almost ten years ago, maybe a little bit before, um, because I or probably like the beginning of like Mark Millar, because it just kind of seems like yeah. everything Millar did, and then I think the the fame of the popularity of like The Walking Dead and how that went graphic novel wise because mm-hmm. of the trade, maybe. Um, I'm just. I would to re- say about 15 years ago, maybe. Really? Okay. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to remember like when I was reading stories back then and you know, I I try to think of like some of the stories but I don't know, man. It's just like so many comics feel serialized now mm-hmm. that I, I just I don't know if maybe that's just what's taken off. But again, I think I also need to do what I what I see some people do, which is they say like, man, sometimes I just love to go and reread something that I loved back then because it, it does something to your psyche when it comes to a fan like, oh, man, I remember this. I think maybe that's why. I can read what I read, um, what we talked about last week with Superboy, with the Secret Origin, and there was a feel, and it reminded me of like a rebirth. Like it gave me, and like the rebirth gave me a, a vibe of what I thoroughly enjoyed in, you know, like before, like pre Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know if it's that or, man. But the thing is, I mean, I was gonna say maybe I'm just old and I'm just not liking anything. But I mean, you're <laughs> but you're hip, you're hip and jazz, and you you don't like anything either. So I'm I'm just feel like man, it's I, I I don't know, I don't know. So that's why I was like I was hoping that future state because I mean we've been talking about it. We're like man, I hope that future state rejuvenates me. You know. Before and, before we review the comics that we are going to be talking about, do you feel like it is rejuvenating you? Not this week. <laughs> like for example, like I I mean I'm not going to talk about it, but like I I dug Dark Detective. Oh yeah, yeah, that comes out next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah that comes out. There. Like I dug it. Like I was like, all right, that's this is pretty cool. Yeah. All right, all right. I still haven't read anything for next week. I need well, to start. But that's that just because I'm an idiot and I and I didn't know any better. But like I I dug that one. Like I was and like, no spoilers because I haven't opened any of them, but we already have books for the nineteenth as well. So Oh yeah, man. We're we're, we're pimping, man. Yeah. Completely pimping. Yeah. I, I <laughs> didn't even notice that we had them until like like because we had them I think by Wednesday of this week. Yeah. Honestly, like I feel like in comics Maybe and and it kind of sucks just because of who the writer is, <laughs> but it's like I feel like the only time I've gotten really excited when like comics are coming out was like Doomsday Clock or Three Jokers. I'm like I gotta read this. Yeah. Everything else is more like oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. You know when I'm taking a poop. Well, I will like, say on the on the 19th, Batcat and Rorschach come out on the same week. Yeah, but see, like Tom King doesn't get me excited like john's does okay yeah yeah, yeah. because tom king for the most part can potentially blow you away or you are so confused that you might think that you're in a dream within a dream of a dream of dreams (laughs) so you don't even know what's real what's not so and i can i can totally see that happening but if not you know it's it's weird man but yara floor we're here this is I would say probably, I mean, besides the whole, you know, Timothy, uh, Tim Fox and all that, that everybody, you know, has gotten really excited about. I think Yara Floor is the character that I was most excited and at least intrigued to read because I wanted to know what she was about. And plus having Joelle Jones uh, write and draw. Now, I was a fan of her Catwoman. I liked her Catwoman. I liked her depiction of Selena Kyle in there. Um, 
and you know Jordi Belair on colors, so this is a pretty heavyweight um, creative team. I gotta be, I was like, dude, I'm surprised. Like, I was not expecting Yara Floor to be like this. I she's like Lobo, dude. Yeah, I don't like her personality. Yeah, her, uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I was shocked. I was like, dude, this is. And the reason why, and, and here's the reason why. Um, they were like, this is a Brazilian Wonder Woman. A Brazilian Wonder Woman. I wanted to know what that was like. And I don't feel like she could have been any other ethnicity. Yeah. And it would have been the exact same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got nothing. You got nothing from there. I mean, honestly, them just saying unless you get something in issue two, or they kind of bring out some of this flavor and mm-hmm. maybe an ongoing or something, uh, it very much just felt like a one of those pandering moves where you just see like, hey, you know what? Brazil's got a pretty big market. Hey, Brazil, buy this comic. You know it. Basically. It, yeah. Well, I mean, but that's just marketing nowadays. It's just like, hey, let, let's go to this niche here and let's just suck them dry, but we won't give them anything that they want besides how the person looks. But yeah, I was, the personalities, you know, she's like, she's not above stealing. She's freaking impatient. Um, I mean, if anything, based on this characterization, I mean, you would think she would be the one holding the three heads and not uh, not Diana in Snyder's photo. <laughs> <laughs> God, that photo's sexy though. Uh, oh man! But yeah, I mean, it's—I was—I was surprised. I mean, I even got like, again, I haven't seen the cartoon, but based on like when my my wife in like son told me with like Mulan with like the dragon, and now she's got this like Jerry or whatever that little dragon creature looking dude that he talks that she's talking to. It's it's uh well, oh. this Jerry is the uh, I, I it's not even a unicorn, the Pegasus is the Pegasus that she has. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I told, I sent the, the meme that I created and showed you was, this is Hercules. This is Disney's Hercules with like a Lobo main character. Yeah. Um, you know, she literally fights the Hydra cutting off all the heads. Um, the Pegasus, of course, Hercules has that as well. And, you know, the whole thing with going to hell to find Hades and, you know, now she's going to be fighting. Well, look, looking for the weapon to to go yeah. towards the um, yeah, towards Hades. Yeah. And, um, you know, the the entire thing, they're on a mission to like, what is it? She is looking for uh, her people or like who killed her people or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And that's an intriguing, like, okay, she's the last of her kind, you know? I'm okay with that storyline. But it doesn't intrigue me for the fact that this is going to only end at issue two. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a continuation if it's going to be, if Joelle Jones does. I mean, she's mentioned on a tweet that, you know, she has more in store for Yara. So, I mean, this is just going to be one of those that they're like, oh, if you want... The beginning of the story make make sure to purchase issues one and two of Future State. Yeah, that's true. So this this is just a preview, but that's I guess the the world that we're in right now that people always know something before mm-hmm. it happens. But if you didn't, and you would be like, oh, this is supposed to, uh, 
Because it's kind of unfair what they're doing, which is, hey, I'm doing Future State 1 and 2, but guess what? This story keeps on continuing. So then it's like Future State... But again, this is just the world that we're in. I mean, that now with not this no continuity, I could just create a story. I'm going to put it here, but guess what? The theme's just going to continue. So, I mean, you're just doing something on Future State to pump up this this headline, you know, this you know, the flagship name of whatever this event is, but it's not really solely this event because it's going to continue. Yeah. So I don't know. So as a one-off interesting, I, 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 I understand what you're saying in regards to, we got nothing in regards to like her heritage, like who she is. So yeah, she, for all I know, this can be uh what's a, the Jonas brothers wife. She's the actress. Oh, uh, Sophie Turner. No, the other one. The that uh, Jesus Christ, Nick Jonas. The one that was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. No, Nick Jonas isn't he? Isn't he married to? Oh, the other one. Yeah. He... I I don't follow the Jonas Brothers. Come on. Neither do I, man. But it's on Twitter and stuff. Well, anyways, <laughs> her like it, it can be her for for all I know. Like I don't know, man. She's I, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. My other hot take, because I told you that the meme was a hot take and it really wasn't. It was just kind of poking fun. My hot take, though, is that this one issue of Eurofloor's Wonder Woman is already um, 100% better than the entire arc that uh, Joel Jones wrote for Catwoman. Say it again. This one issue is more coherent and better than the entire story arc that Joelle Jones wrote for Catwoman. No, I, I liked her Catwoman story. Nah. I I, I dug it. I it, mean, like, I, I think I think what suffered was is that she kind of, in a sense, pulled a Bendis, where it was the same villain and the same... Yeah, pretty much the same villain, and it was like 25 or 27 issues. So yeah. I'm like, it's a very long time where things could get jumbled, but... I mean, it wasn't a must read, but when I read it, I was like, all right, this is, it's I, it's pretty cool. It, it did lose itself in the middle, but I mean, that's just, it just seems, and I think that was also her first writing gig, I believe. No. Uh, oh, well, maybe. Uh, Lady Killers, did she write that one or did she only, is she the the artist of that one? I'm not sure. So I'll, I'll retract what I said just in case, but um, yeah. Where do you want to go to next? Do you want to go Swamp Thing or Superman? Uh we we can we can we can go soups. Um this one here was uh one that I I was really interested on in wanting to read. Well, first because I I am a big fan of Sean Lewis. Uh so that's you know, I, I, I dig some of his indie work. Um and so I was really, I was really curious. I'm like, hey, this is now we're finally getting a chance to see Jonathan Kent. What's Jonathan Kent like um, taking over the reins of of Superman? So I was like, all right, let's let's see, let's see what's going on here. And I don't know. I I, I thought it was it was okay. I you know I kind of felt like I was reading what if Dick Grayson was wearing a a, a Superman outfit so- and just and just so happened to get. Um, superpowers i don't know i can get that a little bit i can see that a little bit um i can see here that john has learned nothing about being superman 
is what I got from this. Because, and I, I understand, John is not Clark. That's the whole point. Yeah. I understand it. John is not Clark. He's going to make his own mistakes. That is 100% the ordeal for Tomasi and Jurgen's runs when they introduced, when they brought John into the stories. It was that, hey, you're going to have to learn your own way. This is how we're going to do it. This is how I'm going to teach you. But after this, it's all up to you. Yeah. This, I was not okay with John's first reaction being, I need to bottle the city of Metropolis. Yeah. It, it, I don't know, man. I just, I'm looking at this brain cells guy. And okay, like, okay, brain cells. He's got a connection to Brainiac. Okay. Um, I, I, I can't see it being, considering everything that this kid has seen, for him to think, hey, I had no other choice than to bottle up a city because of this brain cell threat and just people kind of going nuts. I mean, this is just every other issue of Superman's kind of like this. Have you learned nothing? Yeah, for real? <laughs> and then... And then I'm like, you know what, dude? Everything that, like, even, yes, Kara, was she, like, under the influence because it looks like he, brain cells, has something that that can kind of affect uh, those with Kryptonian cells. See, that's what I, that's where they missed me because they have a, I can't remember what color, but there is a certain color of kryptonite that basically you can control Kryptonians with. And instead, they use the color green to indicate that she is under control. And I'm like, that's a huge miss. That is a huge yeah, miss. Yeah, green, green is definitely not the color that you should be using. Um, I don't know if they did the green to kind of give it that Brainiac, that Brainiac it, vibe, yeah. maybe. Um, but do honestly, everything that he was kind of hearing from either Kara, like, I, I, I couldn't understand it. Like, you... Dude, you are not a good Superman. Well, no. And then there's this thing here that's like, uh, where is it? Um, he kept on saying in internal dialogue that like, oh, uh, something's not right with brain cells. Oh, something's not right with Kara. And I'm just like, no, dude, I think something's not right with you. Like, I just, I, you're not a great Superman, unfortunately. And like, yes, I will tell you this. Tim's art is awesome. I love Tim's art. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, John, John, Tim is, um, he, John, Tim's a stud and, uh, Gabe Eltib doing the colors. Kudos. Like this was, it uh, made this book pop like no other. I absolutely loved it. I didn't think I was going to like the fact that he wasn't wearing a cape. Tim's made it work. He absolutely made it work. I mean, the underwear and, part looked weird, like on his first, on the first, because uh, it's it does kind of look like he's either wearing a blue underwear over, or it's just like a I don't know, really scrunched up, like he didn't go to the dry cleaners. But like <laughs> it, it's it's really weird. Like I feel like he did not know what to do there, yeah, creatively without it looking. I like think it. I think he accidentally gave him red trunks, and then he had to color it blue. That's what it looks like. Kind of, yeah, yeah. So it's. I mean, Kara, so yeah, Kara loved Kara's design. It looked pr- kind of like a injustice mm-hmm. but but I dug it. I so 
Yeah, I, I don't know, man, because it's just one of those things like he's like, I had to. I had no choice. I had to. Wait, she's right. I never thought of the dangers of doing this. I'm like, Jesus Christ, kid. And I'm like, I, I understand that he's probably like 20. Let's say 25 or something. Yeah. But along the line, I mean, you've been doing this since you were like 10. Few, you know, in the future, part of Legion, again, nothing matters. Oh, no, no, everything matters. All things matter. Like, it's... <laughs> I'm like, dude, there's got to be some... There's got to be some semblance where it can't just be that a threat... Again, this might not be his first threat that he's ever encountered in this world. Well, no, because they even say it. They even say they, they call back to, like... I think several different villains that they fought, which were, uh, let me actually see. It was Jesus. Where is it? Where is it? Uh, the first one was Brainiac that they fought together. Uh, it was him and Kara. And then shoot, where's the page? I know I saw it. They talk about like the five counselor, whatever's I know it's here somewhere. Hold on. Oh, right here. So the five emperor is Brainiac, the five emperors, the golden gods of Creon, and the time luchadors. Oh, these yes, that's are right, like right. these are like big events that they uh, have gone through. And this was like right before he bottled the city up. And in my mind, you can kind of see that. John has a little bit of a temper whenever it comes to like when he's arguing with Kara. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen that though. That's my only problem. You know, when we didn't see that when he was a, well, we saw a little bit of it when he was a child, when he was first learning about his powers, but we never saw it as him aged up or whatever, because Bendis was like, Oh, he's the best, you know, teenage superhero in the world because I made him that way and there's no character development with him and so we're just jumping into this and there's no precedent for how John should be which I understand this is an unwritten future this is only a possibility but there needs to be some sort of precedent for it you know I feel like no no I'm, I, I I can see that I, I also I also think it's just it's a little jarring just because although it is a unwritten future, you know, you always kind of want to have certain characteristics that although he is different, there is elements of the character that you know there. Yes. So for example, like I can read Green Lantern or Earth One. Now, is that the story of how the Green Lanterns happened or how Jordan got it? Absolutely not. Is this the same, you know, astronaut Hal Jordan? Is he the same as, like, what we know? No. But are there elements of it when you were finally getting there? Like, yes. They're like, oh, okay, here's how. Like, this is the guy that I know, and I've, and I've developed to enjoy the other things surrounding it. Here... It just felt all around that this is like a brand new character that we have never seen before, but that's not the case. I mean, we've been reading him consistently. Yeah. So, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, so like this is one of those that I'm like, all right, if you end in two, in two issues, I'm, I'm okay with it. But it, it was just one of those bummers that I was, after reading the premise of him bottling it up, bottling up Metropolis and Kara having 
uh, an issue with it. I I was assuming it was going to be more of kind of like okay, they might battle, but like it be a little bit more of a philosophical thing on the ramifications of why this is not a good idea, rather than just having a superhero be brainwashed. And that's the issue that she has until later on she reveals, okay, yeah, this is the things, but it's more, oh, I I had no idea that this was it. She is so right. I'm like, <sighs> like I, I I just wish that if I'm if I know I'm getting two issues, I'm not getting like a bumbling idiot being the one to take over the reins of Superman. Yeah, but I mean, I guess you know when you're young, you're stupid. So maybe that's just maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the tagline. He's young. He's stupid. He's, He's Superman. Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, that's the writer's room right there. Oh my God, uh, that's great. So, what do you think of Swamp awesome. Thing? Um, Swamp Thing is possibly. I I think I sent you a no uh, no I think I sent somebody else a message saying that Wonder Woman was probably my favorite just because of the colors and everything, uh, and art. I think Swamp Thing may be my favorite with story. Yes. Just because this truly feels like okay this is in a far off future um the human race is all but like freaking almost eradicated it seems like yeah it you felt know, very probably... much like planet of the apes but a planet of the swamp things yes yeah i dug it i like i am not a big swamp thing reader but reading this i was like oh man this is this is a series i want to continue no, I, I I agree, and uh, I think that I am I'm curious to know more about like who this you know I mean at first kudos to Ram V I think Mike Perkins did a really good job like I felt like if I was reading the Snyder with Snyder and Yannick Paquette in New mm-hmm. Fifty Two like I think he did a really good job and I'm and I'm I'm enjoying these um, these characterizations because again all I know is Alec Holland. Are we going to get Alec Holland in the ongoing? We are, but he's not going to be the main, you know, the main carrier of the Avatar of the Green. Yeah. It's, I I believe it's going to be like the first Indian superhero. I believe uh, Ram V kind of. Yeah, I think, I think he's already said something about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something along the lines. And I know somebody was asking like, oh, what about Alec Holland? And he, and he did mention like, well, read the book. So. I'm I'm excited to know that Holland will be there. I'm totally down of having another representative of the green. And, you know, uh I, I'm curious. Like I, I wanna see who this character Heather. I'm kinda I'm kinda digging Heather. Um but you know, you got Heather the Lorax. I mean, I'm I'm all in all, I I, I did enjoy the book. I mean, the story does get shaky a bit, but I don't know. I kind of enjoyed the wonkiness because I just feel that with a book like Swamp Thing, I mean, there is going to be some things that are kind of unstable. So I don't know. It it worked for me, but I yeah, I I dug it. Yeah, I I dug. I love the. I feel like it is an homage. It has to be homage um, to the. What is that story? The famous Swamp Thing story. Uh, the anatomy or whatever it's called um where i freaking chris rimmer is gonna like chew me out once he listens to this there is a green there is a swamp thing 
Uh, hold on. Are you talking I think about like, like Ellen Moore? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I he's the one that I'm I'm buying. I'm getting the that I got the the absolutes from the in stock trades. Okay. Like I I haven't read his story, but everyone says like you need to read Ellen Moore's Swamp Thing. I think it's I think it's called Anatomy. Uh, Anatomy Lesson. That's what it was called. I think it's an homage to that because when you, in between the story, you get these, uh, this description with Swamp Thing about how, like, he is creating his body. Mm -hmm. You know, the lungs, the spine, the heart, like all of these different things. And I thought it worked really, really well. Rather than it being like, kind of overwhelming and i will say uh the one overwhelming thing that i have seen recently is in the dawn of x and powers of 10 uh comic book how they do like the mission files and all of that in between the panels and it can kind of get out of like out of whack just recently last week um they did the or this week actually um eternals came out and they showed all 100 eternals and that kind of was overwhelming. This was very subtle and it worked really nice with the story. You know, yeah. it also helped with people who probably don't know who Swamp Thing is and they're getting a little bit of the insight of him. So I think that's really, really cool. Very interesting how the green is speaking a different language I other than English. I did notice that. I thought that was really, really cool. And, um, at the end, is that Dr. Fate in that glass? Or is that Blue Devil? I mean... See, like, I... W- when I looked at it, it took me a while to try... I don't... See, the thing is, like, I don't really know Blue Blue Devil much. So, I mean... But... I would think it was more along the lines of him just because I feel like if it was, um, I mean, unless this is just like obsidian, like JSA, like Alan Scott's, yeah. Yeah. but I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if they would do something like that. Um, uh, but I don't know. I would probably go more along the lines of blue devil just cause I would think that you would at least expect a gold, you know, see the helmet. Yeah. So you mean Dr. I, Fate. Doctor oh, yeah, yeah, for we'll... Doctor yeah, yeah, yeah. But for our last book, the next Batman. So in the beginning of this episode, I kind of hinted that something that was played out with the promotion of this book and the marketing of this book actually ruined this book for me. That being the reveal of Tim Fox being Batman. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say that is because they still could have played it off as the audience thinking that this was Luke Fox and we still wouldn't have even gotten the reveal. (laughs) Yeah. Because at no point in this entire book do you see freaking Tim Fox or from what he wants to be called is Jace. He is not seen 
in the Bat costume. Batman is only seen with his mask on, and you don't know it's him. Yep. I think that was a poor move. You hear it in the dialogue that this is clearly not Bruce. Mm -hmm. But I think they still could have played it that this was going to be Luke Fox. So that way, when the reveal does come out that it's Tim, it probably would have played better. And that is the moment of like, oh, we're a little too much into it. We're looking up all the information on it. We get the press releases, all of these different things. This is how that affects my reading with this book. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I came into the... Okay, I think we we spoke about when this was announced. I think we already kind of... We spoke about it at length. I, I think those who listen to the show regularly know I am not a fan of this direction at all. Um so I, I had to do something that I mentioned that I was going to try to do, which is go into these books with clean slates. Clearly, I'm a fraud because I didn't read Flash because of what's happened in the past. So I am quite a hypocrite. So then I figured, you know what? <laughs> I am just going to continue my hypocrisy and go into this book with all the reservations that I had. And the... I am totally down with what you're saying. This issue does nothing for me in the sense that, hey, this is Tim Fox. You would, you know, obviously, it's not based on dialogue. He's like, I don't know, however, the real Batman. Nah, check that. I'm the real Batman. This is my city, and I'm protecting it. And I'm like, Ugh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this. Hey. You want to be part of the Bane Litos? Gee, ho. Uh, well, and that was that was the thing that I, I had a discussion about this with, of course, my co-host Juice from Batman News Weekly. Mm -hmm. I understand John Ridley loves his political statements and his racial statements. Mm -hmm. Not racist statements, racial statements. Yeah. Before anybody tries to like get at me for that. The and so I understand why he chose to do the things that he did in this book. But I know because we are both people of color. We as Hispanics, Latinos, Latinx, whatever you want to, you know, identify as are more than gangs, guns, and drugs. Mm. And I didn't appreciate it. Because I mean, if you, like, I again, unwritten future, possibilities, whatever. Bane, even when you look at Bane the character, if he did have lackeys like this, he's not about killing people. He's about the drug trade. He's about the guns trade. He likes to make money so that way he can get more venom. That's like what this he is does. like I don't even know if this is the real Bane or is this. Well, no, no, I don't. I don't think this is this Bane reminds me at of all. like those Rorschachs from like the Watchmen TV show. Yes, this like, is just like a sub, you know, group 
of what you know Bane could possibly be in this you know series. Yeah. But I mean, I I don't know, man. I I I am not someone that gets easily offended. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I see things that could potentially be stereotypes or these are just a regular comic tropes because of what's going on in our, I don't, that, that stuff, the, me personally, that stuff doesn't bother me. That's why I, I tend to find a lot of the pettiness that we always see on social media. I find it kind of humorous because I'm like, Jesus, man, you, people are taking this too there. Uh, yeah. so to me, it, it's more, I just found it cheesy. And I found this version of Gotham to be, I I don't know. I I got kind of like of like border town where it just felt like a spoof of what Gotham is. So for example, like I read, you'll know with like dark detective, you're like, Oh, okay. Like I kind of get Gotham vibes here. Futuristic. Sure. I get Gotham vibes here. I, I get, I don't like, is this like the version that is this like the failed version of cyberpunk 2077? They're like, nah, this is garbage. So we're going to release this for everyone to see. And then, Oh God, the game sucked too, because there's nothing but glitches. And if you have a PS4, you're screwed. Uh, (laughs) That's, that's kind of like how I got this world. I'm like, I don't, whatever. I mean, okay. The moments with uh, Tim and Luke, clearly, okay, they don't like each other. Something happened in the past. Sister, okay, there's... You know what? I will admit, everybody loves uh, Darrington, Nick Darrington on 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 Batman. This was not great. If, if this is what he had working on for such a long time, it's very disappointing. But again, mm-hmm. I, I got to be honest, I am also not that big of a Darrington fan. Like I was always the guy that got the beat covers for Mr. Miracle. Mainly the okay. Gerard's yeah. or Gerard's, however you say his name. Uh yeah. because I didn't like the Darrington. One of the things that kind of took me a long time to want to read Batman Universe was I was curious to see Bendis on 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 Batman just because his his success on grounded books, um not including Leviathan. Uh but so I wanted to read it, but the daring to probably like, yeah, eh. this one here is I'm like, dude, this is like, you've had future state. This has been going on for a while. And, and this is what we got. Like you've done. I've seen better from you. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, and plus there's just, again, this is a four parter. So maybe it might work, but there's like four storylines. I mean, first we don't even have Tim's storyline yet. Besides that him and Luke don't get along. You yeah. have the Luke and the sister thing going on. Who knows is this Bane Leto's with the two brothers that Batman eventually saved, if that's going to become a storyline. And then you have the cop who's investigating, uh, you know, some, some gangbanging stuff that's going on, talking with an ex-cop who seems to have crossed the line and is now kind of like the insider dealing. There's so much going on. And I'm like, I remember texting you and I said, oh, not not even talking about like the magistrate magistrate stuff. I wrote you. I'm like, dude, how many issues is this? And you mentioned to me that you that this one was four. And I'm like, oh, OK, good. Because if this was a two parter, there's way too is, much going on. This is a massive failure. Yeah. Like just on top of the fact that. 
I, I'm not even talking about the Tim Fox stuff. Because at, until this point, if that announcement never happened, I would still think it was Luke. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And even then, I would have not have liked the dialogue that they used for Luke. Because Luke, every time you've seen Luke, besides the Tynan kind of doing certain jokey versions of like a bromance that he had with Asriel and on Detective, Luke has always sounded like a really smart dude. Mm-hmm. So when you're getting the Batman dialogue, he did not have the, at least the characteristics of like, oh, this is like well-mannered, educated, like this dude's smart. So I don't know, even if that was the case, if that announcement never happened. So ah, I don't know, man. I, I found this just to be a pretty crappy spoof of what Gotham could be. And, you know, it's just weird that this is the same guy that wrote the other history of the DC universe. Um, Now I will say I enjoyed the outsider story. I, I I didn't see like, you didn't read it, right? I should have my, my issue is, is that I, I, I think I mentioned this on the show, but I never got a chance to, I blame fantasy football, but I never, I never got a chance to do it. One, because I've never read second features before because mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, that's not the main story. So I don't care about the secondary thing that more than likely is not going to matter. I never put two and two that, you know, this is going to be like just two or three issues and one. So I yeah. never, I never eventually got back to it just for, for lack of time. But also, I think I was just so bothered by how the book was originally that I just didn't want to read it anymore. Like I, I was, I guess I took my anger on how crummy I thought this book was to continue reading like the following story. So I mean, you you could talk about outsiders. That's fine. Like I'm not, I'm not going to jump. Yeah, in. it's it's just you see Katana and Duke. Duke Thomas is apparently the most wanted criminal in all of Gotham. Um, and everything outside of Gotham is considered the outside. Okay. And we kind of just see Katana be a badass throughout this entire thing. And Caliber comes back. He makes an appearance. Um, Katana kicks his ass. And we see at the very end, which is like the cliffhanger, is that Black Lightning is pure energy. He has been cursed. Okay. But he says that that isn't, you know, the uh that isn't the important thing. Um the people that Duke actually saved at the very beginning, one of them is actually a mole and is planning on um uh, apprehending one of the outsiders. So, uh overall, it was it was pretty cool just because there's a there's a huge uh two-page splash of like progression of Katana breaking through a warehouse and it just looks badass. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm thinking the art, the art looks good. I like the, I like Katana's character design. Yeah. This whole like silver samurai type thing. Yeah. Yeah. It looks, looks really, cool. really cool. Yeah. I dig it. Uh, she's wearing a freaking jetpack. I guess the, uh, the whole Mandalorian thing kind of kicked off and they were like, yeah, Katana needs a freaking jetpack. Yeah. Nah, but it, it it looks it looks cool. I think that if this also goes for issues, quote unquote, 
um, inside of the next Batman. I think I could dig it. And then the last story was the Arkham Knights. Uh, you do see a reappearance of Arkham Knight. Um, she has teamed up with Clayface, Dr. Phosphorus, Zaz, Humpty Dumpty, and Two-Face. And they are going after somebody. Uh, you find out that that somebody is Killer Croc, that he was important to them and their overall objective. And their overall objective is not really said because, of course, it's going to be teased throughout the series to finish it off, you know, next month. But overall, I actually dug the other two stories more than the initial next Batman story, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Sweet. So... Yeah, that that was week one. I mean, we'll at least from what I've read on week two, I think that at least tone wise, I think we'll be much more at least optimistic, at least with the one issue that I've read. Um, and you know, we'll we'll go from there and you know, hope for a brighter for a brighter week. I there there are some big titles, so I think that, that that's definitely gonna help. Uh, but yeah, we are part of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. So go ahead, check out nerdylegion.com. Click podcast and check out all the shows that are on that site. Uh, Clay, where can they find you, buddy? You can find me at FanboyClay on Twitter. You can go ahead and check my link tree on my bio on Twitter as well. You can find all of my shows, which include Fanboy Comics Podcast, Batman News Weekly Podcast, this podcast here. Uh, Weird Science Marvel podcast and their Patreon, as well as the Geek Ultimate Alliance show that I have, which is Ranger Alliance. So go check that out. Wow. And I'm on, yeah. I'm on this show. <laughs> so you'll find me on this show only. Uh, and you can reach me at Mark Reads Comics on Twitter. Uh, and yeah, with that being said, we will uh, talk to you guys next week. All right. See you later.